Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to episode 11 of the Breakout Fantasy Hockey and Gambling Podcast. On this episode, we will be looking at our favorite DraftKings plays for Wednesday night's main slate, and then we'll touch on everything from game lines to prop bets. We're going to cover it all. Now, as always, before we start, this is just a reminder that we are not professional gamblers and are just here to talk stats, trends, and the occasional gut feeling that we think could win us a few extra dollars. So please, always gamble responsibly. All right? Let's get into the show. Gambling? Is anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. You are now tuning in to the Breakout Fantasy Hockey and Gambling Podcast. Oh, are you okay? I'm such a klutz. I just, I get so nervous when I gamble. I'm so silly. Today is Wednesday, February 17th, and no, this is not deja vu. We are giving you guys back-to-back episodes. As always, I'm Stefan Leo, joined by David Crosby, Jake Carter, and Steele Roden. Guys, five games in the NHL tonight, but only four on the DraftKings main slate. But don't worry, there's still some great value across the board, and we're going to help you find it all. On today's episode, we're going to be covering every single game, telling you our favorite DFS plays and a breakout bet for each, and then we'll wrap it all up with our lock of the night. Now, a quick recap from yesterday's episode. Guys, if you don't know this, Jake Carter had a monster night with some of the value plays that he had given away on this episode. He put up over 126 points. He gave you Brendan Sod at just 3,300 bucks, who had 20.6 DraftKings points. He gave you Yakov Rana, who had 13 DraftKings points at just 4,000. And Jake Truba, who he did not mention. He said he was staying away from the game, but he snuck him into that lineup under our noses, and he went off for 19.2 points. And then Steele had mentioned Philip Grubauer, who had a great night as well, putting up 17.9. And my sleeper pick in that New York Islanders game, Ilya Sorokin, with his first career win, Crosby, and his first career NHL shutout. But now, looking ahead to tonight, Guys, I think we need to start with the Chicago Blackhawks, who have now won five of their last six games. And they're going up against the Detroit Red Wings, who are playing the second of what is a six-game homestand. David, I'm going to start with you because you've shown some disrespect to the Chicago Blackhawks so far this year. Are they growing on you a little bit or no? Well, they absolutely are, and my picks are going to reflect that tonight. And well, as a whole, I may have disrespected the Chicago Blackhawks just a touch to start the season. I do feel like it was deserved, and their play showed it. They weren't that great to start out. But as we all have talked about, the Kevin Lankinen effect has really turned this team around. And I'm going to roll with him tonight in this game. I mean, the secret is out. And the Lankinen affects common knowledge now, guys. His price is all the way up to $7,900. There's no more discounts for him. But all the same, every goalie is pricey tonight. And the Red Wings are the worst opponent on the slate. I think Lankinen should have a ton of saves and probably a great chance to win as well. I'm going to add on Dominic Kubelik at $4,900 in this game too. Tenth in fantasy points per game among tonight's wingers, but 16th in salary All this guy does is produce. He was third in rookie of the year voting last year. He basically got overlooked for Makar and Hughes. Everybody ignored him. He has 14 points in 17 games this season, and he's coming off a two-goal game against Detroit, and here we are ignoring him again at $4,900. So yesterday I told you to follow the shots. He's got 53 shots already this season and three or more in four straight games. 
Well, I don't know when we became a Kevin Lankinen podcast, but I am all the way on board for that as well. Steele, who do you have in this game? Well, I went a little bit of a different direction, and I was looking at this game for value picks because obviously Crosby mentioned some of the great value on Chicago. And, you know, I looked took a look at the, uh, the document beforehand about what you and Jake were going to uh, say about which players you chose. So I don't want to steal your thunder. So I, I went with some value picks on the Detroit Red Wings. And something, again, like what I mentioned yesterday, some value picks, someone that you can pick for your, your uh, utility spot or even just a low kind of value pick on this team. Obviously, uh, these are probably two of the worst teams in the NHL, but it doesn't matter about who wins, who loses, as long as those players get points for you in the fantasy league. So I'm going to start off with Anthony Manth at $4,800. I think that brings a lot of value for a good steal as well. He's probably the second best player behind Dylan Larkin, and Dylan Larkin was around 6000 So I decided to go with Anthony Manta. Nine points so far this season, 42 shots, 14 hits. Averages just over 8.5 fantasy points uh, so far this season. So I think that's a great value pick. And I kind of and I stacked him up with Bobby Ryan at thirty three hundred dollars. They play on the same line. He has eight points so far. Twenty nine shots, 14 hits. Uh, he averages just under seven uh, fantasy points so far this season. Bobby Ryan's on the top power play unit while Anthony Mantha's on the second power play unit. And then to add along with Anthony with uh, with Mantha on that uh, second power play unit was Philip uh, Ronek. Uh, he has nine assists. He's at $4,800 this season, 34 shots, 13 blocks, 21 hits. He averages, again, just under seven fantasy points so far this season. I w- in this game, I was really just looking for fantasy, uh, for, for value points that I can find to fill up that utility spot because I know for a fact that uh, Stefan, Jake, and Crosby were going with the, with the Chicago Blackhawks players. And if you're going to spend your money there, they're totally right for that reason. But I went with the, with the value picks tonight. Leaning towards the Detroit Red Wings. Now, you alluded to it a little bit earlier, Steele, but Jake and I, we had some uh, brain sharing for this one, and we didn't even talk about it. But, Jake, I'll let you get into it first. Who are you looking at? Because I think I like those players. Yeah, well, Steph, I'll start off here. I won't talk a lot about each player because I know uh, I I think we have some pretty similar guys. But, uh, I mean, I think for the Blackhawks, uh, I mean, Patrick Kane, um, uh, what's what's not to like about him? So far this year, I mean, he is a little expensive right now, $8,400, but he does have 22 points in 17 games, and he's got at least two points in five of his last seven games. So, um, you know, he is averaging a little more than 15 fantasy points a game, and I really love that matchup against Detroit. And then uh, down the middle, I decided to go with Dylan Strom at $4,600. I really was tempted to stack Kane with Alex Dabrinkit, but it was just a little bit too expensive uh, given some of the other games and matchups going on. So Strom at only $4,600. He's their second line center, and he also plays on that first power play unit with Kane. Um, And, you know, Strom obviously not as much of an offensive force, but I think being on that power play should definitely help. And then on defense, Nicholas Baudin at $3,400. He's a rookie this year. He's got four points in his last three games, and he's seeing time on that first power play unit as well with Kane to bring it and Strom. And then finally, between the pipes, Kevin Lankin and Crosby, you said the Lankin in effect, uh, it's in full force right now, $7,900. It is a little expensive, but I think it's worth it, especially against Detroit. He's averaging just over 18 fantasy points per game. So um, I really like what I've uh, seen so far this year out of Kevin Lankin. Jake, you took the words right out of my mouth because I literally had the exact same four players circled. But just going back to Patrick Kane for a second. Yes, he is very expensive at 8400 bucks. But when you look at tonight's slate, I think he's going to be the forgotten man because you're going to see names like Connor McDavid. You're going to see names like Austin Matthews at that 
top of the price list, Leon Dreisaitl. There's that star value here. And I think Patrick Kane might be the pivot off of the ownership levels because, like I've mentioned before in the past, Austin Matthews is getting a lot of ownership, rightfully so. Austin Matthews is playing out of his mind right now. But Patrick Kane going up against a very weak Detroit team, I think he could be very worth every single cent of his 8400 salary. And I, I really think that that's the pick that I'm going to go for with my most expensive play. Like, yes, I'm going to try to slide Austin Matthews in as well, but a little bit of a teaser for later. I think there might be a pretty good pivot off of him as as well in that Toronto Maple Leaf game. But staying here, Dylan Strom, like you said, he has just three points in his last 10 games. I do think this is a good spot for him to turn around. And Nicholas Bowden, if you're going to give me a $3,400 defenseman that's playing first power play with Patrick Kane, with Dylan Strom, I think that's a great value to slide it in. And speaking of Dylan Strom, my breakout bet for this game is actually Dylan Strom over 0.5 assists at plus 225. I think that's great value there. Maybe he gets a second assist on a power play goal from Patrick Kane, you know, I kind of wished it into existence last night with uh, Anders Lee saying that maybe he gets a nice little tap in and he put in two. So speaking this Dylan Strom into existence, David, what do you like for your breakout bet on this one? I'm going to have to go with Dominique Kubelik. I'm following the shots over two and a half shots tonight at minus 120. Steele, what do you have? I'm following the shots as well, but I've got Alex to bring it at over three and a half shots at plus 120. Jake, are you staying with the player props, or do you have a game pick? I'm not following the shots. Uh, I went with uh, the Blackhawks on the money line at minus 135. Very nice. It looks like we're liking the Blackhawks in this one. And why not? Winners of five of the last six, like I said. Looks like we're a Chicago podcast now. Moving on, though, to the Winnipeg Jets at the Edmonton Oilers. Like I said, there's some star power in this game as well. Jake, why don't we start with you? What are you looking at? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, on both sides, I think you could kind of go either way, either with the Oilers and their stars or, or some of the guys on the Jets. And uh, for me, I decided to go with a little bit more of a Winnipeg theme uh, for this one and start off. I went with Nikolai Ehlers at $6,700. Um, you know, he's kind of having, I think, more of a quiet year as far as like the recognition goes, I think, being in Winnipeg, too. Um, but he does have 17 points in 15 games. He's got 53 shots on goal in those games as well. So uh, he is on their second line and on their second power play. I think he could have some success tonight. And then on the wing, uh, I think you could stack Kyle Connor with him if you wanted to at $5,800. Um, Connor also, you know, a point a game at 15 points uh, in 15 games. I think he could be some good value there. And he's averaging um, 11.4 fantasy points per game. And then on defense, I couldn't leave him out on the Oilers. I had to go with Adam Larson. Um, you know, time and time again, he is, uh, you know, showing us what he can do with those peripheral stats, as we love to say. Uh, $4,000, he don't, you know, he only has four points, but don't worry. He's got 50 blocks and 43 hits in 17 games. So that'll definitely inflate uh, his fantasy point numbers for sure. Now, moving over to Adam Larson's number one fan in Vegas, his number one villain, Mr. David Crosby. Is Adam Larson in your lineup tonight as well? Listen, guys, I have hitched my wagon to Adam Larson, and I'm not about to get off of this ride now, okay? <laughs> he is ninth in fantasy points per game among tonight's defensemen, and this all-around beast, like Jake said it, he's worth every cent of that four grand price. And I got a little surprise for you later on uh, after the end of this segment because Vegas might have felt the pressure and that line might have finally returned, folks. So everybody rejoice. You know, we, we can finally bet on the best bet out there again. And uh, I was going to say, you know, if uh, 
if you wanted to hit me up on Twitter and do a little side bet, if you thought he'd go under one and a half blocks. So I'm glad I don't need to solicit your bets and I can just bet this uh, in a legitimate way. Now, speaking of horses, Connor McDavid is an absolute stallion, guys. I mean, he's averaging 19.3 fantasy points per game, one or more points in nine of his last 10, including seven multi-point games. And here's the coolest thing about Connor McDavid, okay? Many betting outlets, including the one I use most, have bumped McDavid's over-under line for assists up to 1.5. You just don't see that anymore. You see the odds go way down. You see it be, you know, minus 200, minus 210 on over 0.5. They just want to stop getting these losses because obviously people know that no matter what, Connor McDavid is going to produce. So to me, that's absolutely insane to have an over 1.5 assist in a line in a single game. This guy is just that special. Now, a little foreshadowing here. I'm going to have the two priciest players Uh, in my lineup tonight and you might be asking yourself how is he going to do that well here's how I'm going to have quite a few bargains speckled throughout the rest of my lineup and one of those guys is Evan Bouchard $3,900 he's got a chance in the lineup and he's damn sure not going to give it back up he's got 11 fantasy points per game thanks to four points seven hits five blocks and an insane 22 shots that is just under four shots per game that's good for a forward let alone a defenseman that barely anybody knows this guy and a breakout podcast favorite I'm going with Neil Pionk again at $4,600 now I don't normally roster three defensemen but in order to squeeze those two really pricey guys into my lineup I'm going to be going that route tonight Well, David, I couldn't agree with you more about Evan Bouchard and a crazy 26.3 DraftKings points against this very same Winnipeg Jets team on Monday. So he's clearly riding hot and, you know, he brings that offensive element that they've been looking for on the blue line. So like you said, I don't think he's going anywhere on those power plays. And I think he may very well be a mainstay in this Oilers lineup. Steele, what do you have in this game? Again, I've got to go the opposite direction of David Crosby over here. He's going with those high-value picks on the on the Edmonton Oilers. I found the exact same value, but for a cheaper price on the Winnipeg Jets. And Jake already mentioned it, Nikolai Ehlers at $6,700. I think he brings the, the same value as, uh, as those top guys uh, on the Edmonton Oilers, just because I think the Winnipeg Jets are a better team. The, uh, the Oilers lack defense. They lack goal, the, uh, the goaltending skills. So I think... Overall, the Jets are just a better team. So Nikolai Ehlers at $6,700. Jake already mentioned why you should pick him. He, he averages 14.7 fantasy points. He's on the second power play. Again, I stacked him up with his with his line mate, Kyle Connor, at $5,800. 15 points, 37 shots, averaging 11.4 fantasy points. He's going to be on that top power play unit. So he's going to be playing with Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler on that, on that top power play unit. But then Crosby mentioned it again. Neil Pionk, $4,600. He's on the second power play unit with Ehlers. So I think those three guys for the Oilers, for the Jets tonight are the way to go because they bring a lot of value, but they're also a, a just cheaper price uh, instead of going with those top guys on the Edmonton Oilers. And then, again, I'm going with Connor Hellebuck, the second-best goaltender in the NHL, $7,600. He's 7-4-1 this season, 9-17 save percentage, 2-5-8 goals against average. I think you can't go wrong, especially – we all, we already know what Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl can do, and they can pick apart a goaltender or a defense. But this is the second best goaltender in the league, and I've got to go with him at seventy six hundred dollars. 
Steel, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. I actually had written down here, if you're not feeling the Lankanen effect and the Lankanen love, Connor Hellebuck at 7600 bucks is a great value play. And another great value play, maybe not as cheap as a value play as we would like to say, but Blake Wheeler at just 5200 bucks. The last time that Winnipeg played Edmonton on Monday, on the 15th, he had a goal and assist. He had two hits, a shot on goal, 15 fan DraftKings points, and he was priced 5600 bucks. and they lowered that price once again. I'm not really sure why, but hey, I'm all on board. I had also circled Kyle Connor for 5800 like Jake had mentioned, and Evan Bouchard, like Crosby had said, because I do think that he might finally be that offensive defenseman that the Oilers have been dying for. But as for my breakout bet, guys, I kind of agree with Steele on this one. I think the Winnipeg Jets are the better team. I have Winnipeg on the money line at plus 120. Jake, what was your breakout bet for this one? Yeah, Steph, I actually went the other way for this. I, I mean, I think this game, um, you know, obviously, you know, with the with the offense of Edmonton, I think their offense could carry them in this game. Uh, so I've got the Oilers on the money line at minus 140. They are at home, too. Um, the only problem I do see them running into, uh, you know, is Connor Hellebuck. So I think if they can find a way to solve Hellebuck, um, I, I'm confident uh, for the Oilers in this game. All right. One for Winnipeg, one for Edmonton Steel. What did you have? Make it two for Winnipeg. Winnipeg Jets on the money line plus 120. But I also sprinkled a little, you know, side hustle in there for, for this game tonight. Neil Pionk over half assist at plus 120, as well as Nikolai Ehlers over half an assist at plus 185. The Winnipeg onslaught for Mr. Steele, Roden, Crosby. Are you on board with the Jets or are you going with Jake? I couldn't go either way, guys. And it's it's the story of the goalies in this one, absolutely. But to me, I think we're kind of ignoring, uh, you know, the, the bigger story in this, which might be Mike Smith and how he kind of came in and really, you know, showed what he had left uh, left in the tank when the Oilers were struggling there. So, I mean, do you guys even need to ask? I'm going Adam Larson over one and a half blocks. They put it all the way up at minus 210, uh, but he's got two or more in 16 to 17 games. So I might just have to lay two or three units to make it worth my while. And that one game that they didn't get the blocks, Vegas wasn't even offering the bet. So you still haven't even lost on it yet. Moving on, though, now, guys, staying in the Canadian division, staying on the West Coast, the Vancouver Canucks at the Calgary Flames. I personally love this game every time the Calgary Flames get involved in DFS main slates. I can't help but get excited because I feel like they are always criminally underpriced. But Steele, what do you have in this game? Yeah, you mentioned it. They are underpriced, and I filled my... uh uh, DraftKings lineup with the Canucks uh, game as well as the Jets game. Uh, I started off with Brock Besser at $5,900, 18 points, 52 shots, and 15 hits. He's on the top power play unit. What else can you ask for from a top guy on a top team? Or not top team this year. They've been struggling, but nonetheless, a top. They should be a top team. But $5,900 for 18 points and top 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 power play units. He's averaging just under 12 fantasy points this year. So I went with Brock Besser at $5,900. I paired him up with his line mate and centerman, Elias Pettersson, $5,700, 13 points. He has struggled a little bit this year, but I think they're headed in the right direction right now. I, I think he's finally getting his confidence back. 45 shots, averaging just 8.5 fantasy points. And again, he's on the top power play unit with Brock Besser. You know who else I'm going to stack with him? Crosby loves this guy. Quinn Hughes, $5,300, 19 points. He leads the Vancouver Canucks in points right now. I think you can't go wrong, especially for a guy uh, undervalued like that. I think he should be way up uh, around the 6,000 mark, but at $5,300, I have to take him. 
50 shots on net, 10 blocks. Again, he's on the top power play unit with those three guys. So I think they're going to have a fairly good chance in tonight's game against the Flames. And then I actually put this guy in. Might be a risky play, but I went with Thatcher Demko at $6,900. He's, he's had a rough year this season. There's no doubt about it. I'm in love with this guy. I think he's a fantastic goaltender. Goals against average uh, over 325. Save percentage, 895. Not the stats, not the production that we were looking for this year. But I think they're headed in the right direction right now. And I, especially with the guys I put in my lineup, I had to go with a cheaper goaltender. And, you know, the Flames aren't that much better than Vancouver Canucks right now. So I had to go with Demko at $6,900. You know, right after Valentine's Day, Steele is saying all the things he needs to get his way right into David Crosby's heart. Quinn Hughes and Thatcher Demko. Crosby, are you going with both of your guys as well? Or do you have other players circled for this game? Unfortunately, I cannot go with either. I basically priced myself out of this game. I have to go with a few cheaper options. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to take a pass on this game. But I will say that if Brayden Holpe gets the start, and I have seen he is expected in a couple of places, he seems to have left his game back in Washington, or maybe it was confiscated when he got stopped at the border there with his (laughs) turtles. I don't know. But he's been absolutely terrible. So if Holpe is in net, I might just go back and put some Calgary Flames in my lineup. And there it is. You never try to get stopped at the border because you never know what they're going to take from you, especially your skill. Jake, what do you have in this game? Yeah, well, I think, you know, you guys said it, how this is a really interesting game, right? I mean, Vancouver's been struggling. Calgary, you know, Steph, you talked about how there a lot of them are underrated on, on the DFS side of things. Um, so I think I had to, you know, put a couple of Flames in my lineup. So to start off, I'm with Sean Monahan down the middle at $5,200. He's on that uh, second line for Calgary alongside Johnny Gaudreau. Um, you know, he's got 12 points in 15 games. He had a power play assist and four shots on goal in that 4-3 overtime win over the Canucks on Monday. And then uh, still on the Flames, I went with Dylan Dubé on their third line. I think he's a bit of a cheaper option, obviously, at just $3,100, but with Dubé, you know, I think there could be some good value there. He does a bit of everything. He's got 11 hits, 19 shots on goal, um, just six points in 12 games. So I'm kind of counting on him to get some shots on that and some hits to kind of bump that up a bit. Um, but then on the Canucks side of things, I had to go with Quinn Hughes. Crosby, you you know, you've talked about it. Steele, you mentioned it too. How Crosby loves him. Um, and why not, right? $5,300. You said it, Steele. I mean, his, you know, amazing value. He should be priced higher. Um, I couldn't believe it, honestly, when I saw that, you know, he's got 19 points in 19 games um, and he's playing defense for the Canucks. So I think that goes to show you how much um, they've struggled so far this year uh, and their forward group just hasn't, you know, been clicking at at that uh, level. Uh, So, yeah, those are my picks for the Flames and the Canucks. Well, guys, as much as I said that I absolutely love the Calgary Flames and I love the value there, I actually found a little bit better value on the Vancouver side of things for tonight. And that's Alex Edler at just $3,700 in 18 games. Yeah, he only has four points, but he has 30 hits, 31 shots on goal, 25 block shots, and he's averaging over 20 minutes of time on ice. So for 3700 bucks, and if you're throwing 31 shots on goal, I feel like it's only a matter of time before at least a secondary assist comes his way for maybe his fifth point of the season and then I also was circling around back at Dylan Dubé it does seem like his minutes are kind of increasing and they're trusting him a little bit more giving him some power play time but then I also found Bo Horvat at just $4,800 this guy's first line first power play he had 11 shots on goal versus Calgary in just five games played this season look he's averaging just 8.8 fantasy points per game but this is another guy where I feel 
and maybe this is just me kind of tricking myself, but I don't think the Vancouver Canucks are as bad as they've been playing. And when you look at it, they're not much worse than the Calgary Flames. So I think this game could be very close. And when it is a very close game against two rivals like this, you'd want your captain to step up in a big way. So Bo Bo Horvat, excuse me, at just 4,800 bucks. I think that that is some great value for the center position. And it kind of translates into my breakout bet where I'm looking Bo Horvat at over half an assist at plus 200 and the Vancouver money line at plus 130. So I'm kind of all in on the Canucks as much as I love the Calgary Flames and how well they've played this season. I just don't think it's that much of a tilted ice in this game. And for two teams that love to compete against each other, why not circle the captain for the team that's been struggling and look for them to kind of right in the ship? Jake, what did you have for this one? Yeah, Steph, I, I mean, you said it there about how, you know, you, you expect it to be a close game. I think it will be too, and for that reason, I went with the Canucks on the money line at plus 125. You, you mean, I mean, you said it, right? Like, the Canucks, I feel like, obviously, they've been struggling. Everybody knows that, but you said it. I, I don't think they are as bad as, as they've been playing, and I think that in a game where, you know, they, they've looked like they've been starting to kind of turn things around a little bit lately in their past couple of games, um, I think it'll be a really close game, so... Um, you know, I, I like the Canucks on the money line. David, you didn't like much on the DFS side of things. What was your breakout bet, though, for this one? Guys, I hate to be the uh, fly in the soup, but I'm going to go on the other side here. And uh, I'm definitely <laughs> going with Calgary money line at minus 150. I mean, they've won four or five against Vancouver this year. There's been signs of life from the Canucks, for sure. Two of those uh, three wins came in this, you know, four game slate they have going on. And that was by one goal. But I'll tell you what, if Braden Holpe is in that, I'm also going to jump on that puck line at plus 160. Yep, that is a huge contingency factor in all of this. Will Braden Holpe be the goalie for the Vancouver Canucks? Steele, what did you have? Well, first of all, I hope he isn't, because if he is, I'll have to retool my lineup there because he's at $7,100. But it looks like the boys, except for Crosby, are going with the Canucks money line here. I, I too, also have the Vancouver Canucks money line. I just love the underdogs tonight. All right, guys, now moving on to our last game and our game of the night because we love pain and we love to do this to ourselves. The Ottawa Senators at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Obviously, the Leafs coming back off of that terrible, terrible 5-1 collapse that saw them lose in overtime to these very same Ottawa Senators who could very well be the worst team in the NHL. David, I'm going to start with you on this one. Who do you like in this game and are we expecting the Leafs to bounce back in a big way? I don't know if the Leafs are going to win this game. I certainly think the effort had better well be there or, you know, coach uh, Sheldon Keefe might lose his mind and Joe Thornton might, you know, pick some guys up by their necks in the locker room because he's probably never, you know, hasn't seen a loss quite that bad in quite some time, which is just the status quo here in Toronto. But, you know, they really, really made this a difficult game to bet, but they didn't make this a difficult game on the DFS side. And like I said, I am taking the two priciest players, and one of those guys is Austin Matthews. Two goals and one assist last time and nearly 37 fantasy points against the Senators. Like I said, if this loss didn't light a a fire under Toronto's ass, I, I don't think anything will at this point. And to have 13 goals in 15 games is almost unbelievable if I hadn't watched all of those 15 games myself. Uh, there's a couple cheaper guys, like I mentioned, I am going to have to fill my lineup with, and I like both of these guys a lot. I'll go to the one you guys will probably be happy to get behind, and that's Joe Thornton at $3,800. 
I mean, nobody's a better playmaker than Jumbo Joe in his career. And even this late, he's still at an elite level. He had a goal, a goal and an assist in his return to the lineup. I think he'll build on that one tonight. This one kind of hurt for me to put in there. But at the end of the day, if the price is right, guys, you just have to follow it. And that's Evgeny Dadanov at $3,300. Last game's hero or GOAT, I mean, depending on which side of uh, you were cheering for. He had two goals last game, including that overtime winner. Uh, he's got five goals in his last five games. Now, this is what really sold me on Dadnov. He only has two assists this entire season in 17 games. He averaged 0.45 assists in his last three seasons with Florida. Sure, Ottawa doesn't have the same offense that Florida does. No argument for me there. But Dadnov should be averaging at least one assist every three games where he is in the lineup, the type of skill that he has and where he gets on the power play. So I think you could look to see his assist total start to climb. And if he keeps his goal scoring goal scoring streak going, I mean, watch out Toronto. But I think he's way too good of a play to pass up. I like it a little bit from both sides of the ice there. Crosby Steele, what do you have? Yeah, uh. He mentioned it there. He's taking his top guy, Austin Matthews, and he threw Joe, Thor- Joe Thornton in there as well. So, And I also had those two guys. But I also threw in Zach Hyman at $5,700. 10 points, 41 shots, 9 blocks, 30 hits. He's averaging just over 9 fantasy points as well. And then I also threw in Morgan Riley at $5,600. 12 points, 28 shots. He's averaging just over 8 fantasy points as well. 11 blocks, 20 hits. All four of those guys are on the power play unit. And if they're on the power play, which they do have the best power play in the NHL right now, you can expect at least two of them to get a point if they do score on the power play. But Austin Matthews, he plays with Zach Hyman sometimes. He already plays with Joe Thorne. Morgan Riley on the defensive end, you can already know he's going to jump up into play when he can. So I think if you decide to go with the Leafs game tonight and fill your roster with Maple Leaf players, those four guys are a must in your lineup. A Maple Leaf onslaught from Steel Roden. Jake, are you getting on board with the Leaf onslaught or no? I am. And, you know, I, I, I don't think I have much explaining to do, you know, f- with my picks either, because you guys kind of hit the nail on the head for all of them. But, um, you know, Matthews, I think $8,900, obviously Thornton at $3,800 to offset him and stack him. And then Riley a, a, as well at 5600 But, you know, I'm confident the Leafs can, can bounce back tonight. I certainly hope they will. Um, but one maybe, I don't know if it's a bright spot, but remember how Amazon is following around the Leafs with cameras this year? <laughs> I think that can make for a pretty interesting uh, episode or, or part of the documentary they do. Um, you know, it'll certainly be, uh, you know, something to watch when that does come out um, probably later later uh, this year, whenever, whenever it's done, obviously. But, um, you know, it, I think that'll be a cool aspect of things, too, is, you know, as we're seeing things play out in real time. We'll be able to relive them, all the good moments and bad moments from this year, too, uh, later on. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to uh, stomach watching that collapse one more time, just like every time the Boston Bruins collapse gets played for uh, greatest playoff moments for I don't know who that was a great playoff moment to, but it definitely wasn't me. I just have to look away every single time. But guys, when looking at the DFS side of this Leaf game, I want to kind of paint the picture for you. Maybe a narrative lineup, if you will. You just got beat after winning, leading 5-1. Okay, you blew a lead in the second, the end of the second, going into the third period. If I'm the Toronto Maple Leafs, if I'm Sheldon Keefe, there is zero tolerance for any 
any suspect play tonight. And who are you looking at to kind of bounce back in the biggest way? Your captain, John Tavares, who has been quite quiet in the last couple of games. So at 6,400 bucks for John Tavares, who has three points in three games versus Ottawa, over 13 DraftKings points against them as well. I think he's a great pivot off of Austin Matthews. And like you said, if you want to light a fire under this Leafs team's butt, John Tavares has to be the leader that they expected him to be when they gave him the C. And he's going to have to stand up tonight and have a great game and lead by example. And you know who else is going to have to turn the script and kind of flip things on their head? William Nylander at 5400 bucks. So if he wants to, if you want to believe in a narrative, if you want to believe that Sheldon Keefe went into that Leafs change room and really said some things that got some players to rethink how they've been playing lately, William Nylander has been abysmal of late. No one's going to want him to touch him on the DFS side of things. So he could be coming in very low owned and he's probably the cheapest price he's been in a very long time. And if you think that he kind of stinks and still doesn't get his ax straight, Alex Kerfoot at $3,400. I think he is one of Sheldon Keefe's favorite players in three of his last four games. He's had over 10 DraftKings point. He leads with grit. He, and I, I really do think that the team is going to be on a short leash tonight. And if any, at any point, one line's going better than another line or some players are going better than some other players. I do think Sheldon Keith doesn't hesitate to kind of shuffle the lines and reorganize. So maybe Alex Kerfoot gets some extra playing time if he's shown what he's shown in three of the last four games, which is he is a very, very competent forward in the NHL. And guys, with that, my breakout bets, I actually have two for you if you'd like. John Tavares, over half an assist at plus 120. And if you're liking the Alex Kerfoot story I just kind of told, anytime goal scorer, plus 320, Alex Kerfoot. Steele, what was your breakout bet for this one? My breakout bet was Morgan Riley power play point at plus 230. He has six power play assists so far this season. And like I said, if you're throwing him in there with Austin Matthews, Zach Hyman, and Joe Thornton on the power play, he's going to get a point eventually in tonight's game. I love it. Jake? Yeah, for me, I mean, I said it. I'm confident that the Leafs can bounce back. I really hope they can because I'm taking them on the puck line. uh, Minus one and a half uh, at minus 130. So, um, you know, who knows what'll happen. Uh, maybe, you know, I'm, I'm knocking on wood here and, you know, things could take a turn for the worse. But uh, I think with the matchup, obviously, I'm confident I've got them on the puck line. Going back to the minus one and a half for the lease. I don't know how you do it. You're a brave man, Mr. Carter. David, what do you have? Well, thank goodness for Jake, because I feel a little better about my puck line bet now on the Leafs. But I will say to everyone who listened to last episode, I will not be taking all of those alternative minus two and a half, (laughs) minus three and a half puck lines tonight. It's not going to happen. And I'll probably cash this one out if the Leafs get a 4-1 lead at some point and and maybe take a three-goal lead in the third period. But you know what, Stefan, I want to quickly touch on something you said about William Nylander. And he has no assists in four games. He looked terrible last time out, but he had eight assists in his first 12 games. And, you know, in his career, especially the last three seasons, he averages about one assist every two games. So at plus 165 for over half an assist, that's really good value for a guy who has proven that he puts those up year in and year out. Yeah, David, it's great value if he decides to turn it on because, you know, it's always a volatile game with Mr. William Nylander. But that wraps up our DFS breakdown. Now, I know we've given you guys a lot of picks. So before we leave, we're going to quickly say which one is our breakout bets lock of the night. Jake, I'm going to come to you to start us off tonight. What is your lock? Well, uh, if you've been listening, you would have just heard it. Uh, Leafs on the puck line. I've got them as the lock. At minus 130, I really hope it comes true because I'm putting it as my lock. All right, Steele, what do you have? 
Again, I'm going with the Winnipeg Jets money line at plus 120. The underdogs are where it's at, and that's where the money's at. All right, and Mr. Crosby? I think you guys know Adam Larson over one and a half blocks. It's back, baby. <laughs> Amazing. And Jake, I'm going to come along with the ride with you on this one, except I'm going with my John Tavares over one half of an assist at plus 120. That is all we have for you on this episode of the Breakout Fantasy Hockey and Gambling Podcast. If you haven't yet, make sure you go and follow us at breakout hky underscore pod on both instagram and twitter and make sure you're subscribing to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and always gamble responsibly